0: I am so grateful to be here with you today and to share your magic and medicine with our community in In. So how are you doing? How are you feeling today?
1: I am doing wonderfully, Megan. It was started off, you know, I was telling my brother, my dad yesterday, I'm like, I think I'm kind of a freak show because I am so looking forward to this week. I love Mondays and I'm sure everybody's like, okay, well, actually everybody, all of your listeners are probably like, no, I get it. Anybody else probably like, dude, shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so funny. I too love Mondays, so we definitely share that in common amongst many other things. And I'm really, really looking forward to today's conversation. Me too. On all all things meditation. So, if we before we really drop into the conversation with meditation, like how did you come into the space of like? finding meditation, because I know for many people, meditation is not the easiest route to follow through on, on their day-to-day basis. So how did it come into your life?
1: Well, I was really lucky because my mom uh, was a meditator. Uh, So back when I was 18, uh, she was teaching meditation to uh, people in the neighborhood. There's We had a group of about, well, she had a group of about uh, 10 to 12 people uh, and she and two other meditation instructors came, um, uh, and taught on the Tuesday, every Tuesday. And for the longest time, uh, I can say it on this show because my listeners are probably sick of say, hearing me say, it. <laughs> but, uh, for the first, uh, for a long time, I, I asked my mom, like, what are you guys doing in there? She's like, Oh, we're just, uh, learning about meditation and things of that nature. I'm like, can I join? She's like, well, maybe it's not for you right now, sweetheart. I'm like, oh. And So I would have my ear pressed to the door uh, while they uh, while they meditated and while the the teachers talked. And then eventually my mom acquiesced. I don't know if she thought I was uh, ready, but she said, yeah, come join us. So that was uh, that was about 41 years ago. How is that possible?
0: possible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I was very lucky. And it's interesting because uh meditation now is a lot different than it was back in the day. Well meditation stayed the same, but like back in like when I was meditating back in 1982 when I first started, people were like what is that? Like nobody ever heard of mindfulness obviously, but uh so long story short, that was my beginning and uh I've been keeping at it ever since and it's been one of the greatest tools. It it literally gives my life meaning. So <laughs>
0: Hmm, I love that. And I can definitely re- relate. How fortunate of you to have such a, a beautiful, healthy role model to guide you and to teach you and show you the way. That's incredible. Um, yeah. So what type of, because I know there's a wide variety of meditation out there and mindfulness practices. What type of um, practice do you love most and, and what type of meditation do you teach?
1: What actually the answer is probably going to be in concert with what you're just talking about. We, you know, with meditation, I've met many people, you've met many people that are like, Oh yeah, I meditate. I'm like, I wish I could do uh, it a little bit more consistently, or I don't know if I'm doing it right. So there are a lot of hangups with meditation. So when people ask me, well, what type of meditation do I do? I'm like, you know what, when I sit down, when I get to my cushion, I figure it out. (laughs) So whether it be Vipassana, uh, Tonglen, Metta, whatever, whatever the universe is calling me to experience that day. So obviously, thankfully, because I've got uh, such a a breadth of knowledge with meditation, I can choose any. And obviously, uh, there are many apps out there, Um, Insight Timer, which is my favorite, not just because I'm an instructor there, but just because their mission is so wonderful. You never have to have like wonder. I'm like, what what do I meditate to? Or how do I meditate? And like, they got it all covered. So real, real quickly, just whatever. Sometimes it's an open awareness meditation where I don't have a guided meditation. I literally just shut my eyes, take my breaths and tune into the world around me. And other times I'll listen to somebody, um, guiding me sometimes just music, whatever the day calls for.
0: Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Has there ever been a time in your life where you stepped away from your meditation, meditation practice? And if so, what was that like for you?
1: What's interesting, because when I started meditating way back in the day, when I was 18, I only meditated once a once a week. Uh, I would clear time on a Saturday, uh, not knowing about consistency, not knowing that there were so many benefits to a consistent practice. Um, So that was I mean, that went for probably probably four years of four first four years that I learned after I learned how to meditate, I was just meditating once a week. And if I was at college or things were particularly stressful, that'd be like, yeah, it's probably a good idea to to do this now. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and ever since then, uh, my practice has been pretty solid. Um, to One thing that's going to be beneficial for listeners to know is that I meditate 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night. But to your point, in the times where I'm like, uh, okay, I, I got stuff to do, or I'm feeling more human, a little bit more harried, then I'm like, okay, today's gonna be a five. Today's gonna be a five minute meditation. And uh, so, yes, it's always stay consistent. Uh, but the times have always been, uh, you know, twenty twenty. But sometimes just to keep that consistency. I'll meditate for five minutes, four minutes, whatever. Just keeps that that streak going. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, the consistency piece is key for sure. I love it. Yeah, love absolutely. It. Yeah. So let's talk about the integration of the waking life and the spiritual life. I know this is a conversation that you love to dive into. So let's go there.
1: <laughs> I'm grinning ear to ear. Nobody can see that. But you you are absolutely right. When I think about my meditation practice and what it's um, shown me, uh, it's just amazing. And much like I said, when I was younger, meditation was Saturday. I'd sit for half an hour, and I'd get up. I'm like, go play, go work, go to school, back to, quote, waking life. And uh, probably ever since my late 20s, my meditation practice and my waking life have blurred in the most wonderful way, uh, where now I just, sometimes, most days, (laughs) and this will not strike many people as odd, I walk around and I'm like, I think I'm in a different world. I'm like, I don't even know where I am. And it's just wonderful. Uh, So when I think about a meditation practice for, uh, for anyone, one of the things that I find most beneficial is to kind of, well, where meditation shines. I mean, we, when we turn inwardly, we kind of silence all the people saying, Oh, think about this. Think about this. This is how it is. This is how it is. This is what you should be thinking. This is how we should be doing. I'm like, okay. Okay. That's okay. You can, you can talk all you want, but I'm going to turn inwardly and I'm going to find out what works. And to that point, uh, that introspection has been helpful not just for my human journey you know my waking journey but also for experiencing things that are that transcend humanness i mean there've been many things in my meditation where i'm like i'll open up my eyes at the end i'm like whoa where did i just go what mm-hmm. did i just experience and sometimes it's awe inspiring and other times it's just like cool i'm like wow i'm part of everything and uh, one of the things i love most about meditation is the ability for us to understand how small and how grand we are at the same time. You know, I was thinking, I had a meditation the other day, uh, just an open awareness meditation where I was just thinking about like, wow, here I am meditating on on the bleachers at the university where I usually meditate in the morning. Like I'm just one guy, one guy. And yet I feel connected to all life. And I don't feel like I'm one guy, meaning infinitesimal and not necessary. It's the exact opposite. I'm like, as small as I am, in the vastness of space and the universe, I'm like, I am pivotal, just like everybody is. I am supposed to be here, and it's, uh, it's that joy that my meditation brings for sure.
0: Mm, I can feel it; it's exuding out of you. Yeah, it's <laughs> beautiful, and yeah, it's connecting you to the the divinity and and source. And yeah, it's yeah. So beautiful, my my skin's crawling with shivers. It's, it's
1: <laughs> well, so, so obviously you've experienced the exact same thing, and, or your version, of course.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, my, my go-to. It's 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 fascinating because I always was called to meditate, but I was like, I always felt like I couldn't, I couldn't meditate. I didn't know how to meditate. I was like, I'm doing it wrong. I'm like in my <laughs> head, and I'm sure everybody listening can relate. I was
1: gonna say, welcome to the world.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and I, I was always like, well, what's the purpose if I'm just like constantly questioning myself? Um, but I found Kundalini yoga and meditation. And for me, that was just like, okay, I have arrived. And it's like every day, I couldn't imagine not meditating now. Like, it, that's my go to, but definitely, definitely takes you to all all places uh, that you can ever imagine. That's so beautiful. So yeah, I couldn't imagine my life without meditation today. Oh my so. God.
1: Yeah, it's good to find somebody uh, who shares that, that passion. I mean, I've obviously had many guests on my show uh, that do as well, but I, I, I too feel your words as well. I'm like, ah, oh, we are definitely kindred spirits. I'm like, I'm like, I love this world. When I wake up, I'm like, cool. I call myself to be human and this place is great. But when I experience things that go beyond humanness, uh, linking to my divinity and just source, I'm just like, oh man, it just keeps getting better and better.
0: and clearer and clearer
1: yep exactly exactly
0: i love how you shared the concept around like the noise outside of us because we are in the age of aquarius this is the age of information and literally i call it the age of information overload because (laughs) we have things available within milliseconds especially with artificial intelligence now so um it's so important to really cultivate this time and space to be with yourself and to really turn off the noise so you can turn tune into the voice right like it's so important now Absolutely. more than ever right
1: yeah and i think that uh that's a very important part because one of the things that one of the reasons actually the main reason i teach meditation is for that very reason because depending on how my meditations go or i mean if i'm always linked uh, to all things. I can usually, and I'm sure you can appreciate this much. I'm sure you do as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. I can feel the energy of the world and it's always fluctuating. I always have to take my part out of it. So, like Sometimes if I kind of just quiet my mind and tune into the energy of the world, I feel a variety of things. Uh, one of the things I always have to do is I'm like, okay, this is what you're feeling. Make sure that you're feeling it because it is what is being displayed in the world and not uh, a reflection of me. So once I make take the, the me out of the equation, once I feel the energy of the world, and there are times that the world is am like, cool, the world's in a good spot. I like that. And other times it's the exact opposite. It's like, oh, there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of pain, and that's why I do what I do because, I mean, life is going to be painful, and uh, it it's going to be. It's, hopefully, we don't have that as a default, uh, and we shouldn't shy away from pain. We should just be open to experiencing anything. But when I think about why I teach meditation, it's for that reason. I mean, I sense at times so many people that just wake up and their mind just starts and like all the way till they go to bed, if they can get to bed. Uh, I'm like, oh, man, like my way is not the only way. But if you can see the world in a different way, if you could quiet that that noise, that incessant noise by turning inwardly, by meditating, by sitting in silence, I'm like, oh, if you're right on the precipice of experiencing a different life i want to do whatever i can to help you be there <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah disconnect to reconnect right yeah so,
1: absolutely absolutely yeah.
0: especially now uh you know it's it's habit for many to just naturally go to their phone or go to their computer first thing as opposed yep, to going yep. to themselves first right, right. so how What's what's some tips you can share with somebody let's say that really wants to cultivate like a meditation practice um, but doesn't have that awareness to kind of stop the old ways of being and to kind of come into a new space like what are some tips, you can give them.
1: Well, the good news is that if they already have that inkling, I'm like, there's something else out there. I'm like, I want to experience something differently. Um, one of the other things and we just talked about it, is make sure that you're not buying into everybody else's idea of what meditation is. Meaning that, you know, obviously, like you said, we have information at like, like that. So if you like type in meditation on Instagram, you'd find somebody that's like, oh, I, I meditated for 20 minutes today. I meditated for an hour. And like, if you were a new person and you just went into that, you'd be like, I can't do that. Damn. So, a, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Don't try and first and foremost, don't try and meditate for an hour, twenty minutes, right from the get go. You're gonna get pretty pissed off pretty soon, and that's not what meditation's all about. Uh, take it nice and slow. I mean, literally, like two to three minutes with my students uh, that have never meditated before, and they're like, uh, they're brand spanking new, and I let I set the expectations right from the get go. I'm like we're not going to meditate for 20 minutes today, just so you know, we're going to go over the basics and then we're just going to meditate for like three minutes. So um, definitely kind of make your, put things in perspective. Um, And the other thing too, obviously is to find some, uh, some guides or instructors that are um, well-versed in meditation yourself, myself, like I mentioned earlier, Insight Timer is an amazing app, uh, a free app. um, And the founder of insight timer uh, is very adamant about making sure that meditation is free to everybody so um, there is a paid component for more um, benefits on insight timer but um, even the free i mean you have access to like tens of thousands of meditations for everybody whether you be a meditator who's been on the planet for decades or if you're like haven't even sat your butt on a chair or a cushion yet so definitely small find somebody relatable and, uh, accurate and much to like anything on online. Like if you were to type in meditation into a Google search, you'd get 90 million things. 45 million would be like people that are just like, sweet, there's money to be made. Let's get this going. And other people, and then 45 million would be like, no, nope, that's not where it's at. It's finding peace. So mm-hmm. find somebody, somebody that is, uh, relatable, that resonates with you and go for short amounts of time. I think those would be the main things. Oh, you know, one last thing. There is no wrong in meditating. Our very culture says you start at the bottom and you become a master and that's how it is. And you got to get to that masterhood, if that is even a word, <laughs> as quick as you can. Um, a meditation practice is called a practice for a reason. You never become a master. Um, every day is something different and you have to be or it's going to be serving for you to be willing for whatever comes. I mean, there are times that I meditate and my mind is like, Oh, you're kind of busy today. <laughs> my brain. Where, why are you thinking about Star Trek food, lunch, <laughs> uh, calendars? <laughs> and other times it's just like, nice. The yeah. world's gone and it's just me. This is awesome. So hopefully those are some takeaways people can benefit from.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love that you also start. Like, what shorter time frame, if you will? Um, right. It's so important. I know for me, like, I'll reference Kundalini, like, some of the meditations they prescribe them to be, they could be hours long, right? Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. And, but like, how effective is that for someone who's brand new? So it's like so daunting. They're not going to come back. So I always, I always start with three minutes as well because it's accessible, nice. right? And it may feel a little uncomfortable, but at least it's accessible and it will invite them to continue to perhaps follow through, right? With that consistency piece. But if we're prescribing someone to show up on their mat for 31 minutes or 62 minutes, it's like, uh, okay, I'm going to come up with every reason why I can't do it
1: today. And you bring up a good point too, because you and I are seasoned meditators. So we know what meditation entails. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up because I forget every now and then that, um, the thought of being alone with your thoughts first, you know, in silence is daunting for a variety of people. I mean, our very culture says, Oh, no, if anything's uncomfortable, stuff it down or run from it. <laughs> you don't sit with it. But I often know that many people, I mean, I've had many students like, I don't know if I really want to do this. I'm like, When I listen, when I, when I shut my eyes or when I'm quiet in silence, like sometimes the things I hear are not that nice. And it's that inner dialogue that's going, I'm like, I hear that, but there's two things we're going to hopefully learn is that thoughts are things and you can empower them or disempower them. And as you become more and more adept at sitting, uh, the, the, the sound or the voice of your higher self becomes the more predominant as opposed to the inner dialogue that's telling you, be scared, be worried, you're not enough, um, you're only one guy, it doesn't mean anything. So yeah, I definitely, um, when I'm, I forget that when new people, the very thought of sitting on a cushion is terrifying for many people so it's setting that expectation like you're gonna hear that and but it'll die down and i'm here with you and you're with you so there's nothing you can't handle
0: mm-hmm. yes i love it and what's coming through as you share that it's like clearing the garbage from the subconscious mind right, right. like so if we don't take the time and space to meditate like that is just going to continue to ruminate right so with meditation it allows you really to clear out that garbage to sweep out all the dust and the de- the debris and to make space for that voice for the higher higher self the divinity exactly yeah
1: and with that level of introspection we also find like some of the stuff that our subconscious mind you know many times we think about the subconscious most people don't even realize that they're working from the subconscious they're like no I, i'm making all my decisions i'm like well, you are kind of. <laughs> but to that point, with that introspection, we can look at every piece. And that's one of the other benefits I love about meditation. Like when you have that inward uh, focus and something comes up, whether it be your subconscious, whether it be a connection to source, you literally just are there and you can feel if it resonates with you. Like this subconscious message that you might be carrying might be beneficial, might be detrimental, but you get to look at it. You're just, literally, you're stopping time, you're stopping noise, and you're putting on a pedestal. I'm like, this is a thought I have. This is a belief I have. Let me look at it. Let me feel it, more importantly, to see if it's something I want to hold on to, or if it's something it's like, yeah, no, I don't know where you came from. I don't know why I held on to it for so long, but see ya.
0: <laughs> so true. So right. true. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. You know, I've seen both spectrums. So there's some people that are really like, are afraid of hearing like all that negative negative self talk, if you will. Um, But then there's the other spectrum where it's like, holy, they've had such a powerful like spiritual awakening Mm. that they also don't want to go back to that. So can we speak into that a little bit?
1: Yeah. And that's a, that's a great, great point, because one of the things I always talk about with uh, people with meditation, whether they be new or seasoned, I think seasoned people obviously know this, that meditation isn't a cure-all and it's definitely not something we want to do to run away from life. Um, And there've been many times I've experienced things on a cushion. I'm like, and I'll, you know what, as a quick aside, as a backstory, when I was younger, I used to think the exact same thing. I'm like, I'd, I'd sit on my cushion and I'd meditate And I experienced things that were transcendent and sublime and surreal. And I'm like, then it opened my eyes. I'm like, oh, crap. (laughs) I experienced pretty much the entire universe. And now I'm back here. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes I'm a little embarrassed to think that. But obviously, I have no regrets about life because now it's the exact opposite. I'm like, cool. Anything that happens in a meditation is an aspect of who I am. Mm -hmm. Because I'm here in physical form, I call myself here for a variety of reasons, but there are so many, uh, when I open my eyes now when I meditate and I see the trees, I'm like, oh God, what a gift. What an absolute gift. But to answer your question, meditation has this understanding that it's gonna be beneficial for us to be with what is, whether it is a transcendent moment in a meditation where you may travel the universe or experience things that are sublime or divine. Uh, But there's just as much beauty, just as much wisdom in this moment as well. And when we have that, when we cultivate that ability to just be with what is, then there's never going to be anything troubling. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, I'm like, we all have ups and downs in life. Um, But one of the things that helps me is understanding, like, I create everything, the good, the good and the bad. And if I created it, there must be a reason. Uh, And whether I feel that consciously in my mind or feel it in my body I'm going to get an answer. So if I'm here in a physical form, like there's a reason I created it and uh, I can experience the joy or the challenge. It's depending on what my perspective is. So if you experience something in a meditation where you're just like, wow, that's awesome. Don't, I mean, I certainly can't tell you what to do, but like when you open your eyes and you're quote back here, back here is just as beautiful. See that, feel that. And that way you won't be searching. I mean, that's the other thing too, is like, I'd never want anybody to be searching for something outside of who they are. Uh, and believe it or not, I wouldn't encourage anybody to be searching in vain in a physical sense right now. So like if you've experienced something in a meditation, don't try and prolong it, grasp it, appreciate it, extract the wisdom that you can, if there is any, and just apply that, to life and that's kind of what we were talking about just a couple of minutes ago about melding the meditation and our uh our waking life and when we do that regardless of whether we have ups or downs like the majority of days are going to be gifts i mean they're all gifts but they're going to be uh, a lot more uh ebullient there's much more sunshine uh at the risk of sounding like uh Pollyanna <laughs> <laughs> and everybody like who the hell is <laughs>
0: Uh, that's awesome i love it so good, <laughs> so good. Uh, one more question so let's say um, someone is having like this big expectation of like they're gonna have this big like aha or they're gonna like they just have or they're gonna connect with a deceased loved one or, or whatever it might be how, like how can you support someone with these big expectations
1: Uh, I love this question because uh, it's one of the things I talk about with my students all the time. And there are two words that may seem synonymous, but they are not. And that's intention and expectation. Uh, Expectation is always going to lead us. Why shouldn't say always, it's kind of final, but it's not going to be in our best interest to have expectations. And um, I remember when I was younger, like, like 12, my mom would say, sweetheart, don't have expectations. I'm like, woman, have you been drinking? No, this is exactly how it has to be. It's got to play out like this for everything to be perfectly. She's like, and she just smile and just shake her head. I'm like, Oh, you were so patient mom. Thanks. <laughs> but we, we can apply that now. Like if you sit at a cushion, like awesome, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to experience those transcendent things that Tom and Megan are talking about. I'm like, Oh, I can't wait. If we have that expectation, Oh, it's not going to be serving for us. Uh, because a we're closing ourselves off to anything else that could happen i mean if we it's kind of like you know, even our waking days like i've got the answer it's this and i've got to have it happen this way but then all the other things that are swirling around us that could happen they're like no nope, he or she put up the shields like they don't want to f- experience anything else uh, and that's the exact same thing in regards to your question when we go in with an expectation we're kind of a saying we ha- know how it should be and that's pretty eco rich and pretty human Uh, but with an intention, the other word that I talked about, an intention says, this is what I would like to experience. And it's very ego less because it says, this is what I would like to experience. If it happens, that's cool. If it doesn't happen, that's cool. And also kind of written into that intention is, this is what I want to feel. However you bring it to me. Cool. I appreciate that. So intention is like, there it is. I put it out there however you want to bring it to me. Awesome. Expectation says this way, this way, this way. And all the other things that are just like, okay, here she's in for a big disappointment. <laughs> Do you find that to be the same case with you?
0: Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, intention is everything. And when we release that expectation, it's like, well, it, when I think of expectation, it's like that control piece. Right. And it's Absolutely. Just like, complete disconnect where with the intention, it's like, you're absolutely in the space of trust, of connection. And yeah, it's just like that beautiful, it's just that light energy as opposed to like, expectation just feels really dense and intense. So no, hundred percent.
1: I love that explanation because if I think about it, the risk of uh, sounding wildly woo-woo and esoteric, we have intention is more divine. Uh, Expectation is very human. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I love that, how you were able to put those things uh, uh, give weight and lack of weight to both those
0: things. <laughs> yeah. Energy is everything, right, my friend?
1: Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> oh,
0: I love it. Oh, my goodness. I could be here with you all day. It's I was been thinking such, of the
1: exact same thing.
0: It's an incredible <laughs> gift to have you here, and I can't well, wait for our, our listeners to to receive this message today. So for those listening, I know you mentioned Insight. How else can they connect with you and learn from yep. you?
1: Uh, the best place is to, uh, go to zencommuter.com. Uh, that's the website that's got all the episodes, all, I think we're up to 1500 of Comrade 5 and 1900 of Zen Commuter. So if you want to tune in, there's plenty to listen to. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, to also an insight timer, I've got a variety of meditations out on insight timer. Uh, and, um, whether you listen to me or not, like I said, obviously, uh, I, I drank the Insight Timer Kool Aid. It is just a great, great, a great app uh, for anybody who is uh, seasoned or just starting out. They're, they're looking forward to helping anybody on their path to meditation. They are, and I am. So, and one, of the, one last thing, T H O M at ZenCommuter.com. Anybody wants to drop me off an email? I love getting mail because I love creating dialogue with people and finding out where they're from and helping them in the best way they can to experience a meditation journey for themselves and just to really get in touch with who they are and understand that, I guess that would be the most palpable thing as we close too. is just uh, like one of the things I like about meditation is understanding that when we have that ability to block out everything, we understand that connection, that link to our divinity. And while it might not be a cure-all, we start to understand like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm more than okay. I am like, just like everyone, I am linked to light and love, and I don't need to shrink, and I don't need to play small, and I'm here for a reason, and when I get in touch with that reason by turning inwardly, life just becomes so much brighter.
0: Mm. Clear and clean. I love <laughs>
1: Clear and clean, exactly. Like a, like a shower first thing in the morning.
0: <laughs> All sparkly. I love yeah, it. Exactly,
1: Aww. exactly.
0: Well, before we drop off today, Tom, um, just one last question. So for those are here who are like on the fence of quitting or just wanting to throw in the towel, what's a message of hope that you can give to them?
1: Uh, in regards to meditation or just in general? about
0: Whatever you feel called to share.
1: Well, I guess uh, I kind of hit on it when I was just talking about it. I'm like, life has its ups and downs, and sometimes they can seem very daunting. Uh, but one of the things I find beneficial about my meditation practice is the very thing I've been talking about, uh, since we got on. And that is that connection many times when we are in those tough times and we all have them, I do, you do, we all know them, but when we shrink our world to just be us and our issue and our problem, then we create that. But when we have a meditation practice, not only do we, we turn inwardly but it's not in a selfish way. We look for introspection and we look for guidance. And in doing so, much like I said, we connect to all things. I think that's one of the most, the 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 parting piece that I would say is like, you're never alone. I know I feel people, and I'm going to probably get a little choked up thinking about it. I'm like, there are people out there that just feel so alone. I'm like, oh, hang in there. And I'm glad I gave you my email address, because if anybody's feeling like that, I would love to talk to them. Um, Uh, You're not alone. You matter more than you will ever, ever imagine. And if you feel like giving up on meditation or just the day-to-day rat race or something much more dire, hang in there. You're Mm. doing okay. You brought yourself here and you can get through and not just get through. You can thrive and survive.
0: Mm. Oh, bless you. Oh, full <laughs> body shivers here. My goodness, it's been such a such an honor to have you here. And as you were sharing that, I just thought, you know, with my meditation practice, I used to be so afraid to be by myself and now I can't wait to be with myself and this is the power yeah. of meditation. So, so check out Tom, Tom, it's been such a joy to have you. Thank you so much for sharing your magic and medicine with us today. And, uh, I can't wait to check you out on insight as well.
1: Uh, well, Megan, thank you so much for this opportunity. It's been an absolute joy. And I'm glad that uh, we are not just following each other from afar via Instagram or uh, our our joint friend, Marsha, but <laughs> that we are now connected and friends. And uh, I hope you know that if you need anything, definitely reach out and I will do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you so much for dropping in with me today. If you loved this episode, I would be forever grateful if you rated and reviewed and if you feel called to share it with your community on social media, please tag me so I can thank you personally. Until next time, I will see you on Dropped In.